And we join on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntoza Bantura Matibela. Good morning. Hello. Good morning to you, Shakina, to the rest of the listeners as well. I'm in the lovely city of Kwazulu Natal. It's hot here, Sakina. I'm wearing a black jacket. I wish you could take it off, you know. In so the anyway. city? Oh, I am, yes. Which indeed, city I are am. you in? Durban. All right. <laughs> Enjoy it. But um, uh, we're having beautiful weather here. It's nice and cool. But um, uh, just looking at what's happening on the markets there, Clive, a slight yeah. recovery on the Asian markets, um, mostly brought back by weaker currencies. Yeah, we've, we've, we've continuously seen this unbelievable, terrible uh, signal uh, with regard to the, uh, the foreign currencies, specifically talking about Sakina, the emerging market currencies, which has been hit hard. Uh, everybody got excited a little bit yesterday. The rand strengthened slightly, if you want to call it strength, you know. Uh, uh, but if you look at the ringgit, you look at the yuan, you look at um, uh, 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 even the, the, the rupee, uh, they've been hit very hard. Sakina, some results came out yesterday. Um, at the back of uh, uh, the reports that are taking place in the Eurozone, including the UK data that's, uh, in manufacturing, which showed a slight slowdown within that particular space. But in the Asian space, this is significant because we know that the partnerships with, the Euro- with, with Europe have been quite significant in recent years. And so them slowing down in terms of manufacturing, and which obviously most of those companies export to the Asian markets, uh, to sustain them and to help them in terms of infrastructure development, we are seeing slightly a change, a shift in light with uh, the, the currencies, and people are actually trying to use alternatives. Now, you will remember very well, we were all so excited, I don't know if you were, but when the yuan was included in the stable of uh, normalized currencies across the world by the IMF, and we thought this was great news. I don't know if the IMF wants to change its mind <laughs> when it sees <laughs> what, the, what the PBOC has done with the yuan, uh, de, uh, devaluating it and um, making it even more difficult for people to purchase it. And, and what has happened in that short period of time is that it has actually impacted the rest of the other emerging markets uh, currencies as well. And, and so there was a slight recovery, and that recovery, I think, it has more to do with the slowness of the dollar uh, as opposed to those currencies actually being stable themselves or being uh, able to actually uh, pro- provide some stability within those economies. And the JSE, uh, the harshness of the uh, of exiting foreign investments being felt here, Clive? I, I, I don't remember a period in my recent career, um, and I've only been in the industry for 10 years, so uh, maybe it has happened before, where the JSE drops, apart from the 2008 August month, I remember when the recession hit and we were hit hard. I think we were at bottom end at about something like 16,000 points. But other than that, I've never seen the JC down by, on a day, on a trade a day, or by 2.7%. That was quite significant. Um, and it, 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 just, it was just a rude awakening of what is actually happening around the world uh, in terms of uh, difficulty for stocks and equities to actually start to make money. And I actually said, uh, one of my uh, colleagues yesterday mentioned the fact that um, despite all this, there were other comp- that for the first time we saw the JSE even affecting uh, even other indices within its stable, like the Africa All Acts as well, which was also terribly hit yesterday. I speak because uh, there was there's a particular uh, stock we always have interest in to see how they do as a BE company, which is called Venani Capital or Venani Limited, which also was hit yesterday by almost 28% down uh, yesterday. So all this, uh, Kina, it 
starts to create like a, a snowball effect almost, and, and, and it is quite worrying. But the good news is that they announced yesterday they're going to open a, a, an office in Cape Town. So expansions are still there at the JSE, but the companies that are obviously relying on, on its data, on its, on its information and infrastructure, uh, are still filling the pinch, and hopefully they'll come back uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, I'm hoping that today we'll not see a slight recovery because the Asian markets have already given us a signal that something will happen that is positive today. And a quick view on Davos, the realities uh, versus the global <laughs> economy there. So, you know, isn't this our Thursday investment theme? Uh, should we be talking about that or should we stick to this? <laughs> I'll tell you why I have a problem uh, sometimes um, uh, with, with this particular event. It's because uh, in its uh, uh, tenure, I haven't, I'm, I'm yet to see something that is impactful uh, globally that they come up with as a strategy to actually address um, economies uh, like the African continent. They're very good in coming up with themes, which is great because now they're talking about uh, the fourth uh, uh, revolution of, uh, um, uh, um, uh, of uh, industrialization, which is all brilliant. Um, but how do, we get, how do we become part of it? How do we become part of this globalized movement and, and actually take advantage of it? And I'm glad we've got a strong delegation there. But you'll see that it's very difficult in a platform like that to actually get nations to actually pull one direction and to have everybody on the same place because there's so many dynamics that are different and unique about each and every one of those representatives. Do you want to know what the ticket is to go to Davos, uh, Sakina? Uh, yes, please. $35,000. Now, I, I, <laughs> that's just to get you there and you become part of the delegation. I'm not talking about the expenses, uh, and I'm not also going to include the fact that if you convert that into rand, <laughs> you're looking at something like close to about half a million rand. <laughs> Wow. And so so that, yeah. that is quite scary. But I'm hoping that decisions come out this time, Sakina. That's what I'm excited about. I'm hoping that decisions come out. I'm hoping that South Africa comes back convincing. I know that the, the, yesterday they had a, uh, a meeting or they had a, a dinner, a gala dinner, where they invited some uh, uh, individuals, from, uh, from high net worth individuals and some countries. Um, and they were sitting there yesterday. It was hosted by the finance minister, Prabhin Gordon. And today, uh, President Jacob Zuma will be addressing... Uh, some other internationals, even the family that hosts uh, the actual uh, event, the World Economic Forum itself, the, they've been having it there at Davos for so many years. So this is going to be interesting how President Zuma expresses the need for them to come back to Africa and reinvest in the gateway to the African economy. So I'm excited about that, and I'm hoping that decisions will be made uh, to sort of handle the, the routes that we have seen in recent years on the, uh, the world or the global uh, economic front. Thank you so much to our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.